Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's Tuesday night, September 12th. This is Bible Prophecy Watch. I'm Mad Dog DeCipio, along with Pastor Stephen Kwiatkowski. Producing the show tonight is Amelia Chapman, The Pitbull. We have a warning to issue for our audience. It's the first time in the history of the show that we're issuing a warning. If there are children in the room, remove them. If you are sensitive to homosexual content, you may want to change the channel. We're not even kidding. It's going to be a graphic show tonight. Absolutely. If you have any uh, purveyance to any particular lifestyle and or political agenda, watch and listen with caution. And if you're offended, by all means, change the channel or turn us off. You have been warned. Tonight, we are taking the gloves off and I'm firing with both barrels. I have had fucking enough Me too. enough is enough is enough watch this for you christians out there that is this do you have uh the perfect word of god or do you have an imperfect translation of the bible by that i mean this and i want to give you three things here to think about number one um people who are anti-king james say there is no perfect translation uh, of the Bible, which means they have an imperfect translation of the Bible. Um, and then, uh, also this, they don't really have a Bible. Secondly, they have only a translation of the Bible, but not the Bible itself. That's what they teach and believe. And then finally, number three, uh, they don't believe the Bible that you have is inspired. They believe the Bible was inspired in the original manuscripts, but they're no longer around. So in essence, it's this. If you by faith believe the King James Bible, you have the perfect word of God. If you don't, all you have is an imperfect translation of the Bible, but not the Bible itself. This is the Bible-believing viewpoint, KJV. Amen. Pastor Kwiatkowski. Yes, sir. You have something to say about that, I am sure. Absolutely. Well, the King James Version of the Bible is the Textus Receptus, yes. which is, in translation, the received text. So if you do want the most accurate of translations, you certainly would go to a King James for your Greek and Hebrew. It was William Tyndall, and I taught this in Bible study, William Tyndall died as a martyr. He was, in fact, the gentleman who translated the Bible into English. Yeah, sure did. Later, um, King James had authorized it for sale um, because they, the Church of England, which we are, believed that everybody should own a copy of the Bible it, it, because it's a personal relationship with Christ. But the Roman Church, of course, wanted full control. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
during that whole time, there was the selling of indulgences and Luther got on board, obviously, because yeah, they were that's a whole nother show. That <laughs> right. But the King James version of the Bible, yeah, is it's King James. All he authorized it for sale. So you're it's the Texas Receptus, so it's the most accurate. Tonight's show, uh, in case you haven't guessed, folks, we're taking uh, a bunch of our most controversial clips <laughs> and we are commenting on them, largely commenting on oh, them. Oh, yeah. Some of them need no commentary based on their utter ignorance and fucking stupidity. You got that right. Let's take a look at the next one. How come then, yeah? Jesus, yeah? yeah? How come Jesus is always praying to God, but oh. God never prays to Jesus? No! See, Bob, you don't know what you're talking about because God does pray to Jesus, Bob. Bob, that's your objection? God so does show pray it to me. Yeah, I will show it to you. Just be patient, but let me break it down for you, Bob, because I love you, Bob. <laughs> now, you agree, prayer, prayer is praising, glorifying, and speaking to God, right? Yes, well, yeah. Yeah, right? Okay, Hebrews 1, 8 to 12. The Father prays to the Son, Bob. <laughs> Hebrews 1, 8 to 12, Bob. Right, okay, praise, Hold praise. On. Hold on, Bob, don't change the subject. Hebrews 1, I'm 8 to 12. God the Father prays to the Son because He glorifies the Son. He praises the Son for being the God who created heaven and earth. <laughs> but of the Son, He says, of the Son, He says, He says to the Son. Are you seeing that first line, Bob? Yeah, yeah. He, the Father, says to the Son, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God... Your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you, Lord, this is the Father speaking to the Son. He says, you are the Lord, laid the foundations of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, right? <clears throat> they will all work. You believe in God? Description of God that I've heard holds God to be all-powerful, very typical, and all-good. And then I look around. And I see a tsunami that killed a quarter million people in Indonesia, an earthquake that killed a quarter million people in Haiti. And I see earthquakes and tornadoes and disease, childhood leukemia. And I see all of this and I say, I do not see evidence of both of those being true simultaneously. If there is a God, the God is either not all powerful or not all good. Mm, Can't be both. Good answer. If you have... Good evidence. I'm good for it, but I'm, I'm evidence-driven evidence. more You're than yeah. faith-driven. Faith That's good to know. And by I mean, the way, to be faith-driven is one thing, but to be faith-driven and try to create legislation on that that affects other people who don't share your faith, right. that's the beginnings of a theocracy. And we have evidence of what that is in the past, and our founding fathers specifically founded this country to prevent that from happening. Okay. You saw two clips there. One, making a compelling argument that God in heaven prayed to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Scripture says that. Okay. Explain to everybody why this is the case. Because Cause we know it is, number one. Yep. Number two, why would God the Father pray to Jesus the Son? Well, it goes back all the way to Genesis. Simply let us make man an our, our image. image. Hello, that's the answer. That's, that's, that's as simple as it gets, folks. They were together. That's as simple as it gets. They were together from day one. Okay? Simple. Amelia, did you know that? 
No, I did not. I learned something today. That's because you don't read your Bible. You're a heathen. You need to take your Bible out and read it. Okay? Plus, I have the King James Version. If you have time during the day when you're off of TikTok making duets, <laughs> you should be as dedicated to the Bible as you are to those fucking duets you do. Next video, watch. In this video, Mama T makes some great points. Check it out. Very wise. Yeah, I said we was all under the spell, all religion, the legion of lies that has been casted upon you time and time again to keep you enslaved spiritually under a system that feeds off you like a bunch of vampires. That's why in the church when you're taking them communion and they're saying, drink my blood and eat my flesh. Now what God you really know do that? Mm. They really got y'all all manipulated Thinking that this God you're worshiping Is something uh, that's here to save your soul mm -hmm. One baby say Well mama then who should we pray to You know I say this that We under the spell because the English language Is the most craziest language in the world You can say one word and it means four five different things So like the word pray You say praying You think you're praying But something is actually praying on you and then they say, well, mama, if Jesus was out there hanging on the cross, who was he praying to? Well, don't y'all say that Jesus is God manifested in the flesh? So if God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is all the same thing, you tell me, who was he praying to? And after a while, he got a little upset because why has thou forsaken me? So somebody talked him into being up there. First of all, I want to know, why does God always sacrificing children? Mm? Sacrificing his only begotten son. Baby, would you sacrifice your child for somebody else talking about? Okay, this is contentious. Mm -hmm. This is contentious. If anybody wants to know why the world is 74% atheist right now, mm -hmm. that's not it, that's a real number. 74% mm -hmm. of every person in this world calls themselves an atheist. They don't believe in God or anything else for that matter. Why? Because the stuff like that that we just You watched. got that right. And I could knock down every single argument that she had. Okay, do it. Okay. Well, she said, what kind of God do you know would sacrifice his own son? We can go right into Isaiah, which is the Old Testament. Go ahead. That the Lord would send, you know, the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Isaiah foretold it. Um, I mean, the scripture's clear. Basically, because... Okay, let's go back to Hebrews from where that man was talking, okay? When the father prays to the son, they're the same entity. They're the Ooh. same people. God is Jesus, and Jesus is God, vice versa. Okay, so only God fulfills, could fulfill such a role to come to earth, to die. He wanted to let us know that he was one of us, yeah. and he understood our struggle. So this is why God came in the form of Jesus, even though he's the son. But the scripture is clear, even in even in 3 John, that there are three that bear witness, the Father, the Son, and the Word. Yep. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among exactly us. Exactly right. So God is in the flesh. He's the one doing it. Yep. So if you, you know, she's only, she, she's only a partial, and she doesn't understand the, uh, the whole thing, the total. Well, she's making a valid point for, for several arguments, not the least of which people don't know how to pray. She says, uh, it's not, don't say to yourself, 
uh, you know, what am I praying to? Ask yourself, you know, um, what am I being the prey of, essentially? Because you're not praying. You're, you are the prey. You know, you are the prey. You're, you are the, the, you know what a prey is? It's, it's something that's eaten alive. That's what, that's what a prey is. Mm -hmm. P-R-E-Y. Yeah. Okay. She's playing word games, but I understand why she's doing it, mm -hmm. what she's doing. But a lot of people don't know how to pray. Nobody that I know of can tell you the proper way to pray. I, why? I just because said, it's as different for every human being. You know what I'd say? Talk to God like you talk to me. Exactly. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within. And exactly. Listen. So if he's within mm -hmm. and you're talking, you know, the Holy Spirit's in you, Christ is in right. you, look no further. Amelia, how do you pray? I would just, you know, when I was a little girl, I'd get on my knees, but in, and when I'm in bed, I just pray and made my bed. A lot of people would do that when they were kids. They, if you get on your knees, you're showing humility. That was the whole idea. Sure. Get on your knees, you're showing humility. I say get off your knees and stand on your feet and pray. Now, if I get on my knees, I won't be able to get back up. What <laughs> so happened? If I get on my knees, I can't get back up. So that's why. I can't. Yeah, right. Yep. And, but here's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. If you pray with vigor, I love, I love the word vigor. If you pray with uh -huh. vigor, if you pray with a sense of purpose, you'll always pray the proper prayer. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it's coming from you. Right. Okay? It's coming from you. Yeah, it's coming from you. Take what makes you, you, and use it. Right. You know? Like you said, pray to God like you talk to me. Right? Absolutely. You, and you, you don't want to know how I talk to God. Because trust me, I talk to God like I talk to Steve. Mm -hmm. God, I'm a hot fucking mess. I'm your hot fucking mess. That's how I pray. I'm not even playing. That's how you, I pray. You want to let everyone know our station identification real quick? And yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Here you go. Here's the next one. In the name of the Son. Yeah. In the name of whose Son is this? Whose Son is that? I, I mean, whose Son is this, Sarah? That's right. This is Baal's son. This is the devil's son. This is the son of a liar. You would say, oh, he called Jesus a liar. That's not Jesus. That's not Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you can't make up what we just saw. Oh, now what do we see? A preacher in front of about two or three thousand people, a mega church, of course, where everybody's given 10% of their paycheck, by the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not tithing, they're giving 10% of their pay fucking check. Okay. That's how they can build those fucking mega churches. Ask Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. If he'll talk to you. 
But here's a preacher literally calling Jesus, who is this girl? Okay, who is this girl? And this is not the son of God. This is not God. This is not Jesus. Okay. I'm sure you have a problem with this. I do. I have, you better have a problem. I do. I do have a problem with it. I mean, it's it's highly. I mean, it's. it's is it, let me ask you a question. Let's just get real because we have an X rating on the show anyway. Yeah. Huh. Is this piece of shit. And I'm being nice. This piece of shit black preacher. I won't use the N word tonight. This piece of shit black preacher slapping Jesus. By the way, you saw it was a white Jesus, by the way. Oh, that made him angry, yeah. Yeah, it did. Of course. Because Jesus was historically not a white guy. We thought. Until if you look at the Shroud of Turin, he sure fuck looks white to me. Yeah, he was olive complected, like an Italian. And exactly. that vision, that vision I had Trump of him, Israel. he looked Italian when he when he visited me. Like told you, eight yeah. nine years. Are you hungry? He well, had look an at olive Italy. Complexion. Look at Israel. Yes, same like kind same of people. Thing. Big noses, lots yep. of hair. He looked Italian. But when this he came preacher to me. had a problem. I think he had a problem a with the fact that Jesus was white, number one, or. He wasn't black like this guy wanted him to be. Right. Number one. Number two, he mocked God. He said, this is not the son of God. This is not the son of God. Okay? I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. Because if I believe that Jesus was the son of God and Jesus is God, what you're saying, preacher, is if this is not the son of God, then this ain't God. Then then God doesn't exist. Yeah. And those people were applauding him and standing up. Yeah. Now, I think where he, and I'm not, look, I'm not supporting him whatsoever. I would think um, that he had issues um, with the artwork itself. Probably he would support his arguments saying about graven images. He would probably say that. I'm not supporting that whatsoever. Um, I honestly think he was disrespecting the Lord. I just think he was being an arrogant, ignorant piece of shit. Well, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your take. I exactly because the way he was acting and the way like that, it was being given more money and more money to him. That way he could take more money. Because something like that, you would have it well, as no, a guess. Tur- oh, no. No. You're way, well, you're way off base tonight. Well, and this had nothing to do with money. This had to do with mockery. Oh yeah, he was right. absolutely doing that. Yeah. It's like let's watch the next expecting. What's the first commandment? We, we just passed that. You should have no other God. Amelia, yeah. what's the first commandment? I think you should have no other gods before me. Okay. Well, he gave you half the answer. Okay, that's good. Here you go. That's why. Gods but, but God. You should have no other gods but God. That means no man that God sent. That means you should not worship Jesus. How many gods do you have? Just just one, just one. So no, you're right. We should only worship God. You're right, you're right, you're right. That's okay, that's not, I don't break that. We worship only God. Okay, then. So who's Jesus? Jesus is the revelation of the invisible God. So is Jesus a man? Absolutely. So he's not God? He's the rev- Like I just said, he's the revelation or image of the invisible God. But he's not God, correct? He's the one who revealed God to us. He's not God the Father. We don't believe that he's God the Father. We believe that he is a man called the Messiah, called the Son of God, that reveals the invisible God. And because he perfectly reveals the invisible God, he is God with us. This is-
Okay. Oh, yeah, you want to see that guy. Hold on. <laughs> this hmm. is a very contentious argument because they're both right. Yeah. They're can... both right. And, and, and I'm going to give fairness. This is a, a Muslim woman. And by the way, the Muslim women are far more radical than the Muslim men. And the, the Muslim women are far more extremist than Muslim men. That's why it's dangerous a, that a Muslim woman will blow herself up for the cause. Kamikaze. Yeah, yeah, they may as well be Japanese at this fucking point in time. But the point I'm making is it's a serious mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Because this woman is making an argument and she's partly right. But then again, so is the guy. It's a Muslim woman versus a Christian man. It, it comes down to it. Make the argument, Dashtar. There's no validity in their argument unless they have the word in front of them. That's it. Because what I just said in the word, that let us make man in our image. Yeah. And, and see, Islam is a rather modern religion. It's only about 1,400 years old. Muhammad's wife was actually from the Roman Catholic Church, mm -hmm. met her when she was three years old. Mm -hmm. And don't you know that old dog even consummated the marriage with a little girl, a three-year-old? Uh -huh. they, they already lost the argument there. Yeah. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> well, that, that's the end of one of the stories. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of the stories. Absolutely. We should also point out that not only was Muhammad a pedophile, but he was also... Uh, the, the perpetrator of multiple marriages. Yes. He, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. He, he, he may as well have been Mormon. Joseph Smith. Exactly. Because how many wives did Smith have? I don't know, eight, nine? Or he was screwing all the town women. Yeah, well, he had, he married everybody he mm -hmm. fucking met. And, and, the, and the husbands all got together and killed him. Yeah. This is... The, this is the, <laughs> can't make this up, folks. Right. I wish we could make this up. You can't make this shit up. Muhammad, bless his heart and rest his soul, because he's dead. And probably in okay? <laughs> Confucius is dead. Buddha is dead. Muhammad is dead. Jesus is still alive. Hallelujah. That's it. Okay. And they're and they all died. They're all still in their graves. You can go visit them. You sure. can you can go visit Muhammad's grave because he's dead, okay? Mm -hmm. But guess whose grave you can't visit because there's nobody there? Jesus. That's right. His tomb is still empty. Absolutely. Okay? It's empty. It's empty. There's nobody there. Understand something. We're not picking on Islam. Well, I'm picking on Islam a little bit. I'm having a little fun with Islam. And I don't totally dismiss Islam. I don't have a problem with them, really. I have a problem with some of their belief systems, but I don't have a problem with, with the Islamic people because they're like us. They're good people. They're just a little misguided in some areas. Well, Scripture says it rains on the just and the unjust. And the unjust. The saved and unsaved. There's no difference between me or another sinner. Yeah. The only difference is I have a savior, and that's a big difference, but right. we all sin the same. I mean, so Amelia, you're going, mm -hmm. so talk to me. Well, I mean, it's like this, like my daughter, she didn't want a quinceanera because that's what Spanish people believe. She wanted a sweet 16 because the they give the roses to the Virgin Mary, and that's like idolizing an idol to us, to me. Right. 
Yep. I would not do that. And my family got mad at me for that. And I have the right to make my decision correct as a parent. Sure. I should not adultery, do that. First of all, idolatry it goes against every belief in the Bible exactly. anyway. I don't believe that um, because I, that's not my God or her God. That's something different. I'm not going to give roses to a, a I don't mean, you can worship, uh, you know, you can worship any God you want. You could worship a tomato and call it God. But okay? that's not God, you though. Can, but but, but to, to somebody else, a tomato might be God. Right. You understand? It, it doesn't matter. God can be visible or invisible. We worship an invisible God who manifests himself as a visible man. That's right. Okay? A real man. God is still invisible. Jesus is dead buried and rose okay can't see him either right but he's still there how do we know <laughs> because that's what faith is faith is the evidence of things not seen okay how do you know if you can't see it because you just know it's the knowledge that passes understanding okay doing okay so far absolutely okay because he's a pastor Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But I didn't get my children baptized, though. I did get them baptized. Praise God. Yes. That's important. How important is that, Steve? Well, the scripture says us to believe, believe and be baptized because you're making a promise that this is a commitment. And the water symbolizes that we're cleansed in a newness of Christ once we make that commitment. Yeah. And do you know where that comes from? No. It goes back to Judaism. So whenever anyone entered the temple, you know, you have a holy, mighty God. There would be, and this is why in our tradition as Anglicans, we have the baptismal at the entrance, yeah. if you notice. Yeah, sure. Because in Jerusalem, or I mean in temple, synagogue, the water is a symbolization that you would wash yourself clean before you entered into the presence of God mm -hmm. physically. It's there now to show us, hey, you know what? We still make that commitment to mm -hmm. Christ, but we don't need the water to say that that saves us. No, the water doesn't save you. No. It's symbolic of the cleansing, of but Christ. that's all it is. Amen. So that's all. I mean, the big thing, I lived in Tennessee for a long time. The big thing is the, the, the big baptismal where they, they dunk you. Or I love doing those baptisms. Uh, and those are, that's, it's great. It's great theatrics. It's great for, you know, it makes a person feel good. And that's, I'm all for that. Okay. I'm all for that. But it's not necessary. Well, Christ liveth in the heart. Exactly. He lives exactly. in our heart. Let's take a look. And you want to talk about Amelia. You want to talk about idolatry. Right. You opened up something with that one, kid. Watch this. Man thinks he's Jesus. I kid you not. He has 12 disciples, performs miracles, and heals, confirming that he speaks directly with God. When I was in Kenya, I met Jesus of Tongaren, a man who believes he is Jesus Christ. He has writers constantly writing the Bible of what he does daily. He does not believe that there is another Jesus who lived. He thinks he is the only son of the living God. The most impressive thing is that he has hundreds and hundreds of followers, and all who believe in him are saved. In his church, shoes are considered a sin. What makes the story of this man even more interesting is that he has a wife. Well, we know that Jesus Christ of Nazareth never had a wife. 
His wife believes that she is married to the child of God and is the most blessed woman in the whole world. This man goes around preaching the good news and baptizes those who believe. He has won the hearts of many and is always surrounded by large crowds of people because of the miracles he does. This is Aframax English. Please remember to subscribe. Okay. Now we're going to get into some shit stirring. Sounds like Jim Jones to me. Oh, no. Worse than Jim Jones. Jim Jones never said he was Jesus. He said it was God. But we have a lot of people. We've got Amelia. How many yeah. shows have we done about people who thought they were God? <clears throat> Charles Manson, Amy Carlson, Jim Jones. They thought they were God. This guy is saying that he is Jesus, not a disciple of Jesus. He's saying he is the one. I've met people like that. I actually know one. Is there a me. mental hospital nearby for that man? Oh, boy. Uh, well, if they've they got to find one quick if there is. Because this guy is in serious jeopardy of not only destroying himself, but did you see how many people were? By the way, those people following him were all from the same village where he lives. So to make it look like that these were his followers, quote unquote followers, all the villagers just followed him around. That's all they did. I don't think he's got the followers that they want you to believe he's got. Because I think, quite frankly, he and that whole story is full of holes. Mm -hmm. And I could poke holes all over the fucking place. Mm -hmm. Okay? He's not Jesus Christ. He's not God. Never said he was God. He made a blasphemy of a major proportion saying he was Jesus Christ, though. Because that's some heavy duty. You know? A lot of people have professed to be God. But rarely has anyone said that they are the real Jesus Christ. Well, you know, I just got done reading a book called Return of the Gods by yeah. Jonathan God. Um, there are many false gods, you know. Um, a big thing, you know, the ancient gods of Mesopotamia, of ancient yeah. Mesopotamia. So really, there has been lowercase g gods, um, but there is only one Yahweh who is God the Father, but there are many false gods, lowercase g. Oh, sure. They, they've, they go back in time. You know, Like I said, Amelia, you could have a tomato in your hand and call it God and worship it like a god. Yeah. There's a, a country on planet Earth right now. Can't even make this up. India. Okay? India. They worship cows. You, it's it's sacred. Yeah. You can't kill a cow. The no, golden Not in India. Huh? Not in India. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's you sacred. can't kill a cow in India. And there's a reason for that. That's actually part of um, Jonathan Khan's book of the Return of the Gods. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, ancient Mesopotamia. Yeah. Yeah. The Gilded Calf. Yeah. Yep. They called it the Golden Calf. It was actually the Gilded Calf. Same, yeah. It's same thing. Same thing. Texas right. time for our first commercial break. It is. How about that? Yeah, yeah. But so what do we want to do? Who's our sponsor tonight? Everybody. They all love us. Uh, let's do this from Tom McDonald. 
Step one, train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made a lie. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design. We are back. Amelia, we are back in the saddle again. Okay, when last we left off, let's talk a little bit. Oh, yeah. Exodus 32, 1 to 4, if anyone wants a reference. Okay, Exodus uh, 32, 1 to 4. You got it. Uh, Exodus is a pretty long book, too. It's one of the longer books of the New Testament. The first five books of the Old Testament are called the, the books of Moses. Or the Torah. Right? The, the Mosaic books, they call mm-hmm. them the books of Moses. But we know that, that Moses wrote that without question. He wrote the first five. Um, after that, it's debatable who wrote what because the, the names on the books are subject to who whosever version of history you're listening to. Um, I'm pretty sure that up to the New Testament, everything's pretty accurate. Oh, yeah, certainly. The, the, yeah. Torah, the, the New Torah. Testament gets a little dicey because John did not write the book of John. Mark did not write the book of Mark. They were written by other people. We know that factually. That has been such, well, I'll tell you, that has always been an argument. There's always been like a back and forth with people. They've yeah. even thought. It's not an argument anymore. They've proven conclusively they didn't write them. Yeah, and they know that the book of um, uh, John, particularly the book of John, was written 400 years, minimum 400 years after Jesus died. They know that for sure, based on the, because they have the text. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on here. You got to know your Bible. I know my Bible pretty yeah. good. I'm, but more importantly, I know my Bible history, which is important. Let's take a look at this. I need everybody to listen because this who you this who you like to listen to. Bring it up. This is the apple of God's eye. See the Jew has perverted what is it says. There are those who call themselves Jews. They are not, for they are the synagogue of Satan. It says it plain and simple. This is the apple of God's eye right here. Why do you think they own the porn industry, the music industry, all the negative degenerate industries in the world? They are trying to divide us and keep you from who you really are. So who, who are we? Who are the so-called black Native Americans? The true Israelites and the apple of God's Did you hear that? Israelites, yeah. Who are we? We are the Israelites. You, me, Amelia. We are. How do we know? Because we are the seed of Adam and Eve. A lot of this is just what they're doing is race baiting. They use that to just for them well, to be I racist know, against white. Yeah, I know they're what they're racist. doing, and I know why they're doing sure. it. But the truth, every there's a, you got to extract the truth in everything. Sure, he's absolutely true. The Jews, the true, the the, mm-hmm. the true Jews, are walking among us. Well, okay? yeah, we are the Zionists. We are the Jews. We are That's the Zionists. They're in the porn business. 
They're in the uh, mercantile business. They're in the, the finance business yep. big time. Huge. And the music business, as we had proven in our shows that we've done in the oh, past. And yeah. we've talked about them. And, and we're, look, and, and if anybody thinks that we're anti-Semitic, we're not. I'm not anti-Semite. You know why? Because the Semites aren't Jews. The Semites were never Jews. And people don't know that because they don't know their history. They don't know their history. We're not anti-Semite. We're anti-Jew. Anti-Zionist Jew. So don't tell me when I get emails, oh, you're a racist, you're anti-Semitic. No, I'm not. Let's look. September of 2023 is insane. And I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> This is the greatest cosmic accident and coincidence in all time, which would be mathematically impossible as a statistic. It would be the statistics of this happening at this time would be, pun intended, astronomically impossible. All right? There is, and if you'll look on Stellarium, there is a comet that is about right here. And the name of that comet is are you ready for this child that is the name of the comet i can't make this stuff up there is a comet named child or an asteroid i'm calling it a comet it's actually an asteroid and this asteroid child it used to be like just up here and it very seldom moved throughout all history you can go back thousands of years and it didn't do much and then all of a sudden it starts moving and all of a sudden this is the only time in history when it moves it goes over here, and it goes into the womb of Virgo. And that's around September, oh, I want to say somewhere between the 17th to the 19th of 2023. Yep. Now you look at Revelation chapter 12, and you look at this sign, and you go, whoa, it just got better. <laughs> it just got more amazing. It, what? How is there this thing called child now in September of 2023? Calvinism. Oh, yeah, do I want you to see you that? You know, one. I'm a Calvinist, as you know. Well, I'm not, not after this. Not after this, I'm not. Okay, well, that's all right. I'll show you. You're going to understand why. Let's talk about this. Everybody's been saying September 23. What's going to happen in September 23? They said the banks are going to fall. They're starting to fall. They're falling. They yeah, said yeah. everything prophetic is going to start to happen. Look around you. God spoke. Prophecy is coming. Okay. It's here. Tell everybody what, you, what you're talking about, Steve. Oh, God bless you because you were one of the ones that pledged. We did get the building paid off, but God gave me a revelation. And it says, Scripture says in the latter days that men will have visions, right? Something told me at the end of July that the church was going to be paid off because something big was going to happen in September. That literally, and I said this to the congregation, to the vestry, I said, look, things are not looking good. We're about to really fall. I said, we better do this now. And the Lord brought together $3,100 in two weeks mm -hmm. to do it. God. That is unheard of with a little country church. Mm -hmm. And it happened. And look at all the things yep. unfolding now. It's like the Lord set this up. So whatever they're saying. Well, the Lord always sets it up. Yeah. But, Absolutely. you know, and now we're seeing it all unfold. Even in our politics, it's like boom, 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 boom. 
Well, <laughs> politics, that's all. Well, you really know how to open up the shit storm, don't you? <laughs> we got a exactly. bunch of stuff coming up. Let me see. Hold on. Let me get my, yeah. my stuff. I, I'm doing this because Amelia was busy doing her TikTok, so I had to write shit down. Um, here you go. <laughs> Talking about the Great Reset. Erasing our history, mm -hmm. the Bible and UFOs, Elon Musk, hero or hellion? What is he? Uh, the Greats Falling Away. These are just some of the shows that we've got planned for the next few weeks. Folks, let me tell you something. Yeah. Tonight was the beginning of we just don't give a fuck anymore. Okay. I don't care if they pull me off of every fucking network that we're on. I know they won't take me off a of radio because I own the radio. So, anyway, here's the story from our viewpoint. We're going to continue to speak the truth, mm -hmm. our truth, the biblical truth, Please. whether people want to hear it or whether they don't. Those that want to hear it know where we are. I know that because I know the numbers and they look. Okay, those that don't look, the knob goes on or off, or you could change the channel. I don't give a shit either way. It makes no difference to me, but it makes a difference to Amelia, and it makes a difference to Pastor Steve. Invariably, it makes a difference to me because I am the one who's charged with bringing you this. Okay, there's not. I've got gnats here. That they're gnats oh. from hell. Okay, and I've had them here too. So. Fucking bugging me. They're bad this year. All yeah. around. horrible. The whole area is. Oh, like it's been a horrible. I saved done. some of the best for last. Watch this. I thought this was going to be a long show. Guess what? We've gotten through this pretty quick. No. Possible. All right. There he is, and if you'll look on Stellarium. There is a comet that is about throughout all history. You can go back thousands of years, and it didn't do much. And then all of a sudden, it starts moving. And all of a sudden, this is the only time in history when it's 12, and you look at this sign, and you go, whoa, it just got better. <laughs> it just got more amazing. It, what? How is there this thing called child now in September of 2024? Calvinism is a doctrine of devils. If the devil were inventing something to slander God, to take it off of himself and place the guilt and the blame for his sin on God, why wouldn't he? I mean, the devil is not guilty. He was created. Very interesting. I saw a... Uh... Calvinism is a doctrine of devils. If the devil were inventing something to slander God, to take it off of himself and place the guilt and the blame for his sin on God. Why wouldn't he? I mean, the devil is not guilty. He was created by God to be evil, according to Calvinist. Calvinism is insulting to God. It's degrading to God. It's the theology of fallen man. People have never heard of God or Jesus Christ are basically Calvinist in their thinking. They have this stoic concept that everything is predetermined and strings are being pulled and they're just fulfilling some divine destiny.
and I don't believe that for one moment. I got scripture to back it up. I don't want. I don't want to hear it. I'm going to tell, right tell you why, because I can make the same argument against that scripture, and I know which ones you're going to. Here's the thing, though, and he's absolutely right. You can't have it both ways. You can't be Anglican and Calvinist at the same time, because if that's the teaching, I have to walk away from that. I can't be a part of that. Oh, no. Well, the Church of England doesn't strictly adhere to Calvin. Calvin, actually, if you own a copy of the Institutes of the Christian Religion that was written by Calvin, Calvin doesn't, right. doesn't actually at all. He's He hasn't misinterpreted, actually, because what Calvin emphasizes is the sovereignty of God. And, and people think, oh, well, Calvinism is God chooses people to send them to hell. That's not. That's not true Calvinism at all. That is something with someone else's twist on it. Yeah, well, he's it's, absolutely right, though, that the Calvinists believe in predestiny, predetermination. Well, it's the word says it. I mean, that the Lord knew us before we were. Well, not it's that's it, but you could twist that one, too. I could twist that one as well. Oh, it's not really that the, you know, the Lord knew before we were born, you know, what what we were going to do and what we were going to be. But the Lord always get he gives every single person, and people don't get this because they don't know the Bible. They give every, the, God gives everyone an escape clause. He gives you an out. He always gives you an out. And if you don't believe that, read, read, read. Just immerse yourself in reading, because God will always give you, he'll always be the escape clause you need. He'll always show you where to find his word. Lord, I, I'm confused. I need some guidance. Show me. Put your Bible down for a few minutes. Walk away. Go do something else. I promise you, when you come back to your Bible, you're going to find what you need. Outside of Calvin, let's not even put Calvin in this because mm -hmm. I mean I don't think we I don't think it would be fair to say that because Jesus is Jesus and the Bible is the thank Bible. you. So that's the gist of it, Steve. That's so what I'm saying. If we go into Romans, those God has predestinated, he foreknew. And it says that in the word. And what that simply right. means is that he knows who's going to be saved and who isn't going to be right. saved. I mean, Jeremiah 1, 5, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I mm -hmm. knew you. So, I mean, if God knows our story and he knows who's going to hearken to him because he's all-knowing. Right. And he knows when things, before things are going to happen. I mean, if he didn't, then why do we have the book of Revelation? Thank why you. do we have Daniel? So, in that sense, God predestines because he knows he's going who's going to hearken to him. And there are people... So there I mean, are people. I'll make the arguments for the other side because this is how you know. Yes. This is how people think. If God has predestined His chosen, then why should I fucking bother? Why should I bother getting saved? Why should I bother to walk down and say the sinner's prayer? Why should I have someone lay hands on me? Why should I do that if if God? Oh shit! I just knocked my coffee over. That was God speaking to me. <laughs> my, oh, thank you, Steve. Real quick. While too. we're doing that, why don't we take our second commercial break? Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> there you go. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? 
It's time to make them ready bowls. The Manscaped.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com and the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. And so will we. Sometimes things happen on live radio that you just can't plan, and you know what? You just got to go with it. Mm-hmm. You just got to go with it. And praise God, I'm going with it. Um, Amelia, tell everybody what's coming up. Yes, I you can. You know what's up. coming up. Yeah, of course I what's know what's coming, coming up? up. On the 18th, we have artificial intelligence that we're going to be speaking about. There you go. And on the 19th, we're going to be speaking about Elon Musk. We're going and, to. At some yes, I found cool. out that he had a son, Xavier, who now wants to be called Vivian. That's yeah, well, he threw that son slash daughter yes. slash he, she out of the Bye-bye. Bye. Absolutely. Yep, I told that's what I said last night. Yeah, but we weren't sure if it was a boy or a girl first, but we found out it's a well, boy. We, that's why I said, but I wasn't sure if it was male or female. But. Yeah, first it was male, now it wants to be female. But of course, yeah. we know it's a boy period. Then on the 25th of September, we have climate change. We're going to be speaking about that. And on the 26th, we're going to be speaking about weaponized uh, weather. Yeah, using the weather as a weapon. Yes. Yep. And we're also going to do the Great Reset, erasing our history. Uh, We're also doing brainwashed. Yes. uh, Government collusion. Oh, there's all kinds of fun subjects. Yeah, we're we're going to have so much stuff coming up in October that it's just going to be unreal. And I saved the best for last, Pastor Steve. Check this out. You're going to love this, Amelia. Watch this. I thought, you know, I had to to have a little laughter in here. Watch this. Just just don't say anything. Just watch it. That's hilarious, okay? That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) You you know what he was doing? Do you know what that was? Trying to get a fake devil out of him or something? (laughs) He He was slaying him in the spirit. That's what he was doing. I thought it was hilarious, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because you don't get any more church theatrics than that. Uh, unless you go to Lateran Church in Texas. <laughs> People like me, we're not very popular because we speak the truth. That's why a lot of churches won't let me in. Probably Steve's going to ask me to leave here in another week or two. Because I... Because I just, I'm one of those people. I'm not going to shut my fucking mouth. When it's wrong, it's wrong. 
because I know the Bible and scripture better than a lot of preachers do who have churches. And they don't like that. Let's take a look at the last one. I think it's the last one. I'm going to believe all of these celebrities are mocking Jesus. Watch. Madonna on the cross. P. Diddy on the cross. Nas on the cross. The baby on the cross. Lil Dicky on the cross. Tupac on the cross. Lady Gaga with a nun outfit on that has an upside down cross. Katy Perry acting like she's burning in flames with a demon behind her with a cross on her chest. Notice it's never any other religion. Subscribe now if you would never mock Jesus. Okay. Amelia, look familiar? Yes, the show like we, that we did. The show that we did, Devil yes. in the Music. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So That's horrible. Steve, does that give you any inclination that Christianity is either dead or in trouble? Well, it just proves that God's word has given us the truth, and we are at the 11th hour. Yeah. We are at the 11th hour. It's there. The Lord will be returning very soon. We don't know the time nor the hour. as mm -hmm. a thief in the night. But be ready and just stay prayed up. And if you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the time to do so. Ask Christ into your heart. Um, Romans 10, 9, if you mm. confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Last night, Steve and I saw uh, photos of a woman with um, a chip it's happening. On, her, on, on her arm. Yep. And, and they're showing you this is what's going to happen. You're going to have to use this to buy and sell and Go to work and this other stuff. And Neuralink, they're implanting in the head. And the, yeah, Neuralink. You can't buy, sell, or trade without the, the mark in your forehead or your right hand. It's in front of our face. Take a look at this. One of my favorite people, Joe Rogan. Watch this. We're a cashless society. This is where I get scared because it's too similar to the mark of the beast. It's too similar to exactly what it says. You won't be able to trade. You won't be able to do anything unless you have the mark. How is the mark of the beast described in the Bible? We should read it. Then I saw another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb and it spoke like a dragon. It deceives those who dwell on earth. It also causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. I'm at Whole Foods, and I'm about to pay for my groceries with my... That's the closest thing ever. Did you hear what she said? Did you hear what she said? That was yeah, the best thing ever. Uh-uh. That's what she yeah. said. That was not to me. It wasn't being. Mm. What she said. She said that was the best thing ever. What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world but and to lose, lose his soul? soul? Absolutely. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. One of my favorites. Absolutely. You know. Mm. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. What does it profit to gain the world and lose your soul? My one of my other favorites is as simple as this: to whom much is given, much is required. Those people, oh well, I would love to have a million dollars. I'd love to have this. I'd love to have that. 
be careful what you ask for. You might get it. You know? Yeah. There's a reason God never gave me a million dollars. Because he knows that I would be a complete asshole with it. Yo, you know. I would. I'll just tell you straight up I would. Blessed you were blessed, though. You know that scripture yeah. says we are. Our riches are in eternity. Absolutely. Some of us. I might I might have trouble getting it. I think I should be okay, though. I don't know. God knows your um, heart, remember. Yeah. We're gonna save. I don't know if I want to do that. I'm gonna do this for another show. This is a video. I'm gonna give you a little. Let's just watch a little bit of this. The chairman. Um, I, I confess I'm a little confused, and I appreciate the argument that, that we've, or discussion that we've been having, but for me, it's a little too conceptual or, I don't know, metaphysical or the, theological or whatever you want to call it. I want to try to understand what you're asking us to do. Let's take two books that have been much discussed. And that's the only part I can show you that's clean. Oh, it's graphic. It's graphic to the core. That's what they're teaching our children in school. And I saw a video yesterday. No, sorry, two days ago. A man actually burst into the school where his child was. He had his camera with mm -hmm. him. And he pulled his kid out of school because a transsexual was doing tranny story time. Yeah, oh. not my kid. My kid would be yanked out of there, too. Mm -mm. In the first grade. Yeah. Are you hearing what the fuck I'm saying, assholes out there? In the first fucking grade. You get it? The perverts and pedophiles are running the fucking show. It's true. The godly people are either turning to the devil or they're dying in their wake. Do you get it? Wake the fuck up. For Amelia Pitbull Chapman, for Pastor Steve Kwiatkowski, I'm Mad Dog DeCipio. We'll see you next week. All right.